the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black. Money investing and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Bitcoin smashes through 6,600, hits a new all-time record. That's one of the big stories out there today. I'm telling you again, there's not a lot of big stories out there today, right? Some days there are, some days there aren't. Uh, major indices uh, started the market again higher today. That's something that I do when I wake up at 4. You know, I take a look at where the markets look like they're going to be pointing uh, kind of try to get a feel for a story or two. There was a terrorist incident yesterday in New York City after the market closed, the stock market closed, claimed the lives of eight people. Doesn't seem to have any negative effect on investor sentiment at this point in time. Kind of crazy that, you know, someone who could say he's been reading ISIS propaganda can take the lives of eight people in a disruptive fashion and the human toll is terrible, yet the fact of the matter is Wall Street just kind of brushes it aside because it doesn't have any economic toll of note. We are used to terrorism at this point, and uh, it would take a stepped-up level of terror to really get things rattled, so to speak. Uh, market participants um, continue to pay you know, the toll to ride on the stock market. Uh, it's been a fun ride. So I was reminded yesterday, you know, that, you know, things have gone to a pretty good place. Now, we are irrationally exuberant. We are, I'm looking at my wealth every day and going, ooh, I just hit an all-time high. Ooh, I don't ever have to work again. Ooh, like things like that are happening. And when you take a look at the stock market valuation, it's high. It's not cheap. So I'm not going to say there's going to be hell to pay because making predictions is a is silly business and it doesn't ever work out the way you think it will. But I know at some point in time, my all-time wealth shouldn't be at an all-time high. Um, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but I'm saying um, it is what it is, I suppose. Facebook's earnings report today after the close. So there's a lot of optimism there. Um, on top of that, you have an encouraging ADP employment change report, which showed an estimated 235,000 private sector jobs were added in October. You've got people who have cash and they're afraid of missing out on further gains in the stock market. The House GOP has delayed the release of its tax reform plan until Thursday. Uh, previously, it was going to be released today, so... I'm not, that's not a, she loves me, she loves me not kind of thing. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I don't have a feeling for politics right now. I'm a little numb to it. Um, 
it seems to me like that might be dead on arrival. Um, but I could be wrong. So uh, I don't know how much the Republicans want to. I don't know how much uh, ability they have to fight for something like that. The target range for the Fed fund rates should be left unchanged. We have the Fed meeting today. Um, they're releasing their directive. That should be about 11 a.m. Eastern uh, Pacific time. So about 2 Eastern. I don't think you'll see any surprises. You'll see the Fed fund rates sit between 1% and 1.25%. The directive should note economic growth is improving. Uh, in spite of hurricanes Irma and Harvey in the third quarter. So the market should be left with the impression that the Fed is likely on course to raise the target range again come in December. This isn't a press conference associated um, with this release. Uh, it takes place you know, amid a press reports of Fed Governor Powell. He's going to be named Thursday by the president as the nominee for the Fed chairman. Uh, overtaking Janet Yellen. There's a lot of talk about today, including the release of the construction spending reports. Um, and there's plenty of talk about tomorrow being the first Friday of the month in the labor report. So we've got a lot going on. Um, so Donald Trump is blaming Chuck Schumer's backed law for New York attackers' entry into the U.S., pushes immigration change. Pretty fast reaction talking about immigration program that was supported by Chuck Schumer. Uh, Trump is saying the diversity immigrant visa lottery uh, needs to change. So Trump has a history of politicizing terrorist attacks and shootings. Um, terrorists came into the country through what is considered the diversity visa lottery program. Uh, and there's a lot of talk on Wall Street and uh, in politics day about said program and that's where the drama is save the drama for your mama no 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 Sears is putting the whole store on sale to avoid a Black Friday crunch um, what does that mean Sears is promising to discount everything from 10 to 50 percent at Sears stores and 10 to 40 percent at Kmart Sears says it wants to get a jump on the 2017 holiday season to help customers avoid Black Friday crunches just last week, Sears announced the return of its holiday catalog, while Kmart's going to bring back its blue light specials. Um, I don't know. Is that enough? Uh, it certainly can't. I don't know if you're the CEO of said company, if that's going to get the needle moving. So how about this? Walmart's going to have little holiday parties. They're going to hold events in stores called Toys That Rock, Parties That Rock, and Gifts That Rock. They're bringing back traditions like holiday helpers in store, toy demonstrations, and visits from Santa Claus. The big box retailer is going to triple its online assortment through its 2017 holidays. So Walmart is doing what they can. And looky, looky, it's November 1, you know? Uh, what do we have coming up? Christmas. It's Christmas time. Whether it be Walmart, Sears, or Kmart. Can they do enough to fight back the dread pirate Amazon? Probably not. 800-516-1220. Postal service is eyeing next day, Sunday, delivery for the holidays. Speaking of the holidays and all the press releases that are coming out right now, the U.S. Postal Service wants to offer cheap next day service with packages. 
delivered Sundays to your home. So Walmart says it's considering the Sunday option, which could reshape weekend shopping trips to the mall. The program is going to be available in 20 major U.S. cities, allowing customers to place online orders with participating retailers before a cutoff time on Saturday. As consumers demand ever quicker and convenient package delivery, the U.S. Postal Service wants to boost its business this holiday season by offering what few e-commerce retailers can provide, cheap next-day services with packages delivered Sundays to your home. So uh, that's out there. I don't even want to look, do I? What day is Christmas on this year? Ooh, a Monday. That stinks. So right in the middle, the start of the week. So we have uh, Christmas Eve weekend. So get all our last seconds shopping done. So that should help sales, right? Should help sales. So post office delivering on Sundays. Can't get excited by that one. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money investing and more. A lot of Russia in the news these days. How about an app that I think you should check out if you're into your finances? I personally use Credit Karma. Um, Not getting paid or endorsed or anything like that. Um, It estimates as an app that there's 4.7 million users who are overpaying on auto loans. That's one of the ways they make money is they try to find products for you to use and consume based on your financial information. But I do like Credit Karma. It is something that you... um, can use effectively and efficiently, and I think you can end up doing quite well with uh, as far as getting information out of it on your credit score and where you stand. Let's go to a phone call. I believe we've got Ron in Livermore. Ron, how are you? Yes, hi, Rob. Uh, again, my name's Ron, and I'm a long-time listener to you. Uh, you have enjoyed all your financial information and everything, and I just had a question uh, about General Electric. Um, I'm uh, back in the... Uh, the time of the recession, I had uh, purchased some General Electric stock, uh, about the mid-teens, something like that. Um, and, of course, they almost bumped 30 for a while, and now they're close to 20. And and uh, I know they've gone through some uh, some uh, changes and so forth. And so I just want to get your thought on that. I'm, I'm now at the point where I should say, well, maybe I should sell or maybe should buy or just hold on and hang on. So just any advice and what you're, what you're thinking about uh, General Electric. So I'm, I keep thinking, well, maybe it'll turn into a penny stock. No, no, no. I say that facetiously. <laughs> yeah. Um, General Electric still very much so alive and doing business. I think the big fear right now is, and thanks for the call, is does General Electric get knocked out of the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which for me would be kind of tragic um, in large part due to the fact that it's so late in the game. It's a 100-plus-year-old company, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is 30 stocks that kind of reflect the U.S. economy. and. Had Apple, Apple's in it. Had Apple been added back in the Steve Jobs era, the Dow would be, you know, easily at forty thousand plus. So, to me, that's the big question with General Electric, which is a company based out of Boston. 
Um, they do turbines. Uh, so a plane you're sitting on, they probably built the turbine that goes uh, and powers that plane into the air. They do a lot of oil field equipment. They do power plants. So they do a lot of industrial equipment, generators, turbines. They own GE Capital. And they've divested you know, most of its non-industrial business assets. Um, at one point in time, when the economy, world economies were growing so fast, they had the ability to give you a loan, charge you money on that loan to buy their equipment, which is pretty good business if you can get it. Um, in 2017, GE spent $25 billion to acquire Baker Hughes and merged it into their um, oil and gas services business. So taking a look at the stock of GE at this point in time, I can't get excited by it. It's it's massively underperformed. You're talking about time for a CEO change when you compare them to the Dow Jones Industrial Average over the last five years. So stock-wise, the company does not have good stewardship. It's believed that there needs to be a change. Um, so some people like GE towards the $20 level, and um, I see one price target as low as $17 on it. Uh, pretty well-followed company. So you would obviously uh, compare them with like a maybe a, a Siemens, a United Technologies. Uh, there's others out there. Uh, GE speculation continues to swirl right now that Morgan Stanley has been hired to sell assets. Um, this is going to continue as a lot of speculation until about mid-November um, when they have their investors' day. So I would say in about 12, 13 days, you'll have a better feel for the company. Um, maybe they divest their transportation business. Wall Street Journal is talking about how uh, GE potentially selling its locomotive business. So they're going to try to do things to create some value and to raise some money, uh, potentially to buy back more shares. So I see one analyst has a $22 price target on GE, uh, basically saying uh, it's a hold. Uh, it's driven, that opinion is driven by substantially reduced expectations uh, for the business. I just can't get excited by it. So uh, I would pay attention to their November 13th investor day in New York. Um, they're not going to go out of business. They're not going to become a penny stock. So I wouldn't joke along those lines. But when you look at the valuation of the company, it is pricey right now. Uh, because And their earnings are dropping, which makes it kind of a value trap. So maybe around the $17, $18 level is when you get super stoked for this stock. Um, it's a $175 billion market cap. So it's a big boy. Um, not saying that it's it's dead, but uh, you got to wait for some sort of catalyst to reverse earnings. So an investor day will be a good start on what do they do, what do they spit off. So uh, I would say it's probably closer to a bottom than it is to falling apart. Uh, it's pretty well followed, so there's not a lot of surprises at this point. Um, just underwhelming earnings is, is what's kind of played the stock. So, uh, but this is one of those companies that will bounce back. Just how long do you want to wait for that to happen? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. So the ADP jobs report came out, and the private sector added about 235,000 jobs in October. Payroll processor ADP said today, tomorrow we get first-time unemployment claims. Then on Friday we get the labor report, um, where we expect to see how many 
overall jobs have been put into the public and private sectors. So it's expected to be about 310,000. So uh, um, professional and business services led the gains with 109,000 new jobs. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. I always have a seminar coming up when I do. You can sign up for it online at Rob Black Show, robblackshow.com. Um, Under Armour's all-star athletes are not helping the brand at this point in time. Um, athlete endorsers can't save a brand is what we're learning. So Under Armour's had four very bad quarters in a row. Even though they've had kind of a star-studded lineup of Steph Curry, Tom Brady, Jordan Spieth, Cam Newton, Lindsey Vaughn, Bryce Harper, Clayton Kershaw, Misty Copeland, all are Under Armour athletes. And yet, in North America, sales fell 12%. Um, bit of a problem, right? So, um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Again, you're waiting for North America to shore up with an Under Armour or an acquisition at this point in time. It's too early to do anything, but I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. Stocks hit all-time highs. Oil is soaring, $55 a barrel. I'm, I'm not going to say the word pleasantly surprised, but uh, for patient investors, hopefully you're being rewarded. Apple's pulling back a little bit. That's an interesting note because it started off by hitting uh, highs. Now it's down about 1.1%. So that's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, uh, a little bit of his show from earlier this morning. You can find him at CFP. Uh, you can find CFP Chad Burton at chadburton.com. Chad? Am I properly insured for rebuilding costs? Not for the value of my home on Zillow, but the rebuilding cost. Other types of protection on your plan, you got other structures protection. That'll cover standalone structures on your property, additional living expenses, um, also called loss of use. So if something bad happens, it'll pay you to you know stay in a hotel for a while. Personal property coverage, that pays to repair or replace belongings that are stolen or damaged. And then liability coverage pays if you're found responsible for others' injury on your property. On top of that, you got to get umbrella coverage for two times your net worth. And that is a pretty simple process until you get up to about $4 million. And that's where most companies will max out until you have to go to like a Chubb or a Lloyd's of London type of a situation. And then there's also medical payments coverage. Covers injury treatment costs for guests who get hurt on your property. Or individuals, you or your family members accidentally injure while away from your home. Um, Some optional coverages that you can think about on your home. There's water backup coverage. That covers damage caused by a burst pipe or other issues related to plumbing. Now, some insurers cover this automatically, others don't. There's all there's now new systems for water leak detections in a home, and if you've ever had this happen, it's it's rough. I mean, there's we had a, a time when our child was 3 years old, decided to stuff socks down a toilet and flush it. It was upstairs, it was a daylight basement home that we owned. And it leaked and leaked and leaked into the basement for several hours while we were away. 
and cause a lot of damage. Um, but then there's also, you buy a house and you don't realize that part of the plumbing is terrible. Or there's certain PVC type of pipe that it was typically breaking for hot water um, on the hot water side. So you might want to look into that if you have an old, older home. Um, enhanced dwelling protection. Most insurers offer extra coverage for your house's structure in case your original coverage limits aren't enough or there's a spike in the cost of construction. Um, identity theft coverage isn't usually that good for most homeowners insurance policies. I like the type that will actually handle the process of repairing your ID. There's a blog at New Focus Financial Group that you can read regarding that issue, but it's worth asking about. And then there's scheduled personal property endorsements that cover high-end items that exceed your regular personal property limits, like jewelry and fine art. So there's specific, sometimes they call them floaters for, uh, jewelry and fine art, things like that. For your personal property, generally you want coverage limits that are at least 50% of your dwelling coverage amount. Um, that's in most states. Now, that might be a little extensive for California and other areas where it's very expensive because homes are so much that you know, a house is easily $1.5 and you might not have $750,000 of personal property inside the home. And if you do, it's probably because of art and that needs different coverage. And again, look at replacement costs versus actual cash value when it comes to your personal items. Um, actual cash value, it's going to keep your premiums down, but it, because it's cheaper and that's, it only replaces it's if you if you buy something and it's, especially if it's an electronic, it's going to depreciate over time. So they're only going to give you the cash value of what that item was versus a replacement costs. All right. So if that's important to you, keep that in mind and then understanding deductibles. Look, you can go for a higher deductible as long as you have your emergency reserves in place as a family. That is something that you have to consider when you go through looking at all of the different items that you need in your homeowner's insurance policy. The final step is how high you should set your deductible. Because if you set it at a thousand bucks and you have a situation where a claim to repair your roof or something like that uh, is ten thousand dollars you're going to get a check for nine because your deductible is a thousand so uh, it's, it's kind of a catch-22 for your family because you want to keep your premiums down so you can maybe set aside money to create your emergency reserves but then if something bad happens you might be in a in a tough situation so it's something you need to look at every year when you're taking a look at your deductible. So again, if you want to find that link that we put up for the building costs, go to New Focus Financial Group Facebook page. Or again, you can go to newfocusfinancial.com or chadburton.com. It takes you to the same site. The top right, there's links to Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Go to the Facebook page uh, and uh, just click on the link and it's the second post. The other post that I put up there today um, had to do with some estate tax issues. So there's two posts up there today that you want to take a look at. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. You can find out more about me by going to robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Anything you want to ask and talk about, we can talk about uh, money, investing, and more. So six women have come public now in accusing filmmaker Brett Rittner of sexual harassment or misconduct. Uh, this is this is quite a, a run on disclosures and uh, charges and uh, 
things will haunt you. So is what I'll throw out there. Behave well. There's a kind of a funny twist on this that HR departments are kind of passing around of how to act uh, with other people of the opposite sex. Pretend they're the rock. Like, would you say that to the rock? Would you touch the rock that way? Uh, and I, again, what a kind of a weird thing to say out loud, right? That's, I'm not comfortable going to that area. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Apple may stop using Qualcomm chips in iPhones. Qualcomm shares tumbled on that news yesterday. Um, that would be about 10% of the revenue for Qualcomm. This is an area where you can take a look and decide, do you want to, you know, be involved in a civil war of Apple stopped paying Qualcomm for the use of its IP intellectual property during the dispute. And they're contending that charging royalties based on a percentage of the total device price means Qualcomm gets paid for inventions it had nothing to do with. And uh, Qualcomm counters that cellular technology, particularly high-speed wireless internet access, is what makes smartphones so smart. And, uh, you know, Apple was paying roughly $10 per iPhone in royalties for use of Qualcomm's cellular patent portfolio. And again, Qualcomm says, like, hey, if you're going to sell a thousand dollar phone, we want to make more money. We don't want, you know, just this one, you know, one and done, so to speak. Uh, if you've got range, we want range. So uh, Qualcomm's modems are faster, at least for now, than Intel's. A current modems powering Samsung, um, Sony, and other top Android smartphones can deliver peak download speeds of about one gigabyte per second. Intel's current speeds are about 600 megabytes per second. Analysts have suggested Apple throttled the capabilities of Qualcomm modems and iPhone 7 models sold on Verizon and Sprint, so they didn't exceed the speeds of Intel-powered iPhone 7s sold on AT&T and T-Mobile in Europe. Uh, Qualcomm expects its 5G chips, which aim to deliver speeds of 5 gigabits per second, to be ready for smartphones in 2019. It recently completed lab tests on its first miniaturized 5G cellular modem using millimeter wave airwaves. Apple needs Qualcomm when 5G comes out, um, and 5G is going to be even more complicated than 4G. Uh, so there's your argument. There's your, you know, do you buy the value or not? Uh, you're having two companies spat with each other, and Qualcomm should be about $75, $70 a share, but it's currently right around 50 because of the issues going on publicly in the news. And again, to hear that you might lose Qualcomm, uh, Apple as a customer, creates value. So if it does happen, you know, it's well known and it's a disaster. If it doesn't happen and they end up making nice, uh, you're getting shares of Qualcomm at a huge discount. So 800-516-1220 teacher calls on the air. Hey, everyone. What's better than the World Series? Free tacos! It's Taco Day, everyone. Woo! Taco. Woo! Taco Bell promised to give away free tacos if any player stole a base during the World Series. A Houston Astros player stole second base during Game Two, so any customer can get a free Doritos Locos taco today from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Um, I know, right? It's like the national pastime is all about tacos. So, um, it's a good promotion because here we are talking about it for absolutely no marketing dollars being thrown in my direction. Steal a base, steal a taco. Um, 
Shane gave away free tacos after the Cleveland Indians. Francisco Lindor stole a base in Game 1 of the World Series in 2016. In 2015, part of its uh, AM Crunchwrap's uh, issue, uh, the Kansas City player Royal uh, Lorenzo Cain stole second base. So they're getting well-known for this promotion. And they're getting a lot of free pay out of it. Play out of it, huh? I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Car makers are in the news today as they've posted very mixed results um, for the month. Now, Part of the reason I have this as a loser today in my television segment coming up a little later today is that they had to do a lot of discounting, a lot of incentivizing in order to get people to come in and uh, spend money. So uh, big ticket purchases. So major automakers post what I would refer to as mixed U.S. new vehicle sales. And, you know, the love affair with high margin pickup trucks and SUVs was unrelenting as passengers' cars continued to be abandoned for larger, more comfortable vehicles. General Motors reported an overall sales drop of about 2.2% for the month. High margin pickup trucks, uh, SUVs, and crossover sales are the big winner. So, and they're, they've got a good margin for companies like a GM and Ford. Ford posted 6.2% gain in vehicle sales, driven largely by that 15.9% jump in Sales of its popular high-priced F-Series line of pickups. Strong man pushed the average price tag for a truck up to about $47,300. Not, not cheap. Not cheap. So high-margin pickup trucks are dominant right now as far as creating profits for Ford and General Motors. So Nissan's got some sales in there too, but nothing nearly as exciting. So, big year for the automakers um, as they're coming off record numbers last year and trying to maintain those numbers, not not likely. So, it's just a fact, Jack. Strength today in financials, energy, and materials. Weakness today in utilities, telcos, and real estate. So, other big stories of note out there. It is a Fed day. So will they raise interest rates or will they tell us when they're going to raise interest rates going forward? And that's kind of what you're expecting. So if analysts are judging correctly, the Federal Reserve will announce it's just standing pat. Uh, But again, it's all about the language. They say things like we see the economy picking up, heating up, things along those lines. You would see higher interest rate fears out there. So the three major stock markets right now have all added to their recent record run. Energy shares jumped uh, the most today. So it's almost like past the torch. Who's going to be taking us higher next? JP Morgan and Bank of America, both up about 1.5%, giving the Dow Jones Industrial Average a, a bit of move on the upside. So Facebook up 1.4% today ahead of their earnings report tonight. The jobs number that came out, the private employer's ADP survey, uh, rang up a nice 235,000 new additions to our economy. That's better than expected 200,000. So we're in a positive environment for jobs. We're in a positive, uh, good environment for trucks and cars. And uh, those two things tell you that things should be pretty good. 
pretty good. Electronic Arts is lower today after they uh, forecast a weaker than expected sales this holiday season. So they're going to be announcing and giving away. Well, announcing is the right way of saying it. Um, not giving away. <laughs> They've got a new video game uh, on the Star Wars side of the fence that they're not expecting to sell as much as they were thinking they were going to. Um, so that's out there as far as consumers and thoughts go today. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Obviously, your marriage is a big factor in your wealth. So money and marriage, love and marriage, love and marriage. Um, so I think, you know, before you get married, you should have to do a financial class. I think that would be a great thing. Big spenders benefit from being reined in by their partners. And super savers benefit from learning that money can be enjoyed, not just stockpiled. And I think if you're a big spender or a super saver, marrying the opposite can be very, very difficult. So that's why you have to have that talk. So you're not going to be Prince William and Kate, where you know it's a fairy tale, so to speak. Uh, Prince William, who looks like a frog, but he's going to be king. And uh, as the comedy sketch once said, it's good to be the king. Uh, so once you get married, you're going to merge your finances. And when he and Kate merge their finances, you're going to find out, you know, literally and figuratively, uh, what sort of financial relationship you're in. And your eyes could be wide open. So talking openly about money builds trust, which is an essential part of any lasting marriage. Trusting each other with financial decisions leads to greater feelings of security, fewer arguments, and a more fulfilling sex life. Uh, so they tell me. So I'll be honest, I want to know. Um, don't be afraid to seek out a neutral third party if you can't talk about money. Uh, I'm not going to be the money referee, uh, but I'd consider it. <laughs> I'd consider it. So come in and kind of uh, help you to argue about money. Ooh, sounds like fun, right? Have you fig figured out, so to speak? So on the financial front, uh, money's important. It's not the key to marital bliss, but it is important. So um, when you're in your 30s, and I think that's the kind of the new age to get married. I don't know. Um, got to get a budget. If you've never had a budget, I understand. Being in your 20s, kind of live paycheck to paycheck and, you know, Deciding to spend on going to a concert or not is a big deal, and I get it. So fewer purchases are bigger in your 30s than buying a house, and if you can't have a budget, you can't buy a house. So I don't want you to buy a house and get in over your head. So um, in your 30s, your greatest asset is not your house. It's not your good looks. It's not your spouse. It's your ability to earn income. So uh, good time to make sure you're where you want to be in your earning years. So, still have time to go back to school if need be. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.